0: What's going on y'all? It's Nathan back here with another presentation. Just want to thank each and every one of you for the support you've given me this podcast and on my YouTube channel. Be sure to continue the content. You'll see more great stuff. Listen, the road to greatness starts he continues continues to start here. The grind doesn't stop. Love y'all. Appreciate you.
1: First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on
0: us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys
1: that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. <laughs> What's going on YouTube? Nathan back with the video presentations it's been a few days
0: since you last saw me. We actually saw me this Friday. Um I hope everybody had a great weekend. Happy Taco Tuesday. Hope everyone's off to a great week. Hope everybody's staying safe. It's episode 14 of the Big Nate Talk podcast season 4. Um before we get into the vid- into the video there's a few things I need to say up front. I have uploaded season 3 it remains of season 3 season 4 on anchor that'll go to Spotify. So I'm currently I'm up to date with uploading all the you're up to the last current episode 13. Uh this episode will be um published tomorrow, episode 14. I got a couple of videos coming down down the down the pipe. Uh day to day aka peanut I've reached out and wants to be interviewed to so i sent him an email trying to reach out to him i reached out to him about what time he wants to do the interview he wanted to do since sunday um anthony handy aka mr fingers um who was on with me friday i we're going to do a video with him 6 30. so uh we're gonna have that video i uh, want to give a special thank you to sean spencer Swinston, Swinton, Anthony Handy, Abs, all from the Let's Talk Football crew for joining me on a good on a great video. Uh, that video actually has 100 views. Uh, thank you to those that came out and supported. That video is much appreciated. Uh, again, if you're new to the channel, welcome. Uh, great, great content. You're going to love it. Uh, I do appreciate the support I've been getting on the channel and on the podcast as well, uh, particularly on Anchor and Spotify. So I do appreciate it. Um as far as tonight's episode goes, there's a couple things I want to do. We're going to recap. Oh, this is a, kind of a, a horrible week, in my personal opinion, for football. Um, Washington was in first place. A couple MLB awards were announced, and we're going to talk about the University of Maryland playing Michigan this weekend. And I got to update you guys with the men and women's Terrapins basketball, and also to Towson Tigers basketball. So, and then also to talk about the Washington Mystics. I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that and give my two cents. So before we get into the video, you know, I, I, I don't know what to feel. I feel good. Um, when I made that guarantee, that the Washington football team was going to beat the Buccaneers. um, I was confident. You know, the Buccaneers haven't been playing great as of late. You know, we can all listen. We we can all talk about, you know, they brought back 22 starters. I know they've been dealing with injuries. But there is something called a championship hangover. And um, the way. What's going on, Ant? Good to see you, sir. And um, Bruce Arians, I didn't really appreciate some of the comments that he came. Um, <laughs> Mr. Late Night <laughs> Um I didn't appreciate some of the comments that he was saying, particularly where he said uh, they played stupid or they, they played dumb. I can't remember the press conference on, on hand. Listen, that comes down to coaching as well. We know that the defensive didn't have a good game, but nobody expected Tampa Bay to come out and play like that. But with that being said, you know, um, unfortunately, you know, the Washington football team, we won, uh, but at at a loss, um, Mr. Chase Young tore his ACL.
1: With oh children. my God!
0: And that that stings. That that really does. A uh, couple things I took away from the game: Washington was stuck with the run game, um, even though we only averaged 2.8 yards per carry. Ag played one hell of a game. Taylor Heineke, honestly, when I looked at that game, when I watched the game Sunday, he really only had one bad pass. And, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't in, in coverage to DeAndre Carter, but uh, Tom Brady was not sacked. Uh, Jonathan Allen, Definitely. Um, gave it to their offensive line, and then Joey Sly. You know, you, we, we cut uh, Chris. Chris blew it. Listen, three, three or five, and and some of those were. And the cut, he just was not good. I don't even know why we, why they, why. I don't know whose idea was to sign him, but thank God he's gone. Made all three field goals, Joey Sly. Um, I thought I knew the game was over when they went for it because um, they went down. Nineteen on that eighty-yard drive, which lasted ten minutes, nineteen plays. They gave Antonio Gibson the ball ten times, and then particularly on that that fourth down play, that six-yard reception because they 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 got they got the Heineke, they didn't sack, but they got to him. So it was a good game um, overall. It is unfortunate that we lost. Chase Young and Montez is out with a broken jaw. We go up against Carolina, who signed uh Cam Newton.
1: I'm not gonna even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Well act like I know this was coming because I did not
0: So we're gonna we're gonna see how that looks. Um last year, November, Carolina beat us. That was the game with the Dwayne Haskins, tucked his tail after getting benched after a a lethargic performance and left the arena. How do you do that? How do you do that?
1: What the hell is going on?
0: So uh, this is actually Ron Rivera's first this would be his first trip to Carolina. So uh, we play the Carolina Panthers next. Next. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs)
1: I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Why well, act like I know this was coming because I did it.
0: Yes, and both of them are out. Chase is out for the year, and Montez is out with a jaw injury. Final score, four, 41-14. Uh, it, it's over for the Las Vegas Raiders, ladies and gentlemen. Um, between... Oh, man. The, the, Gruden skit, the Gruden emails, Henry Ruggs, and, and then Mr. Uh, the, the Corner Averett. Um, it's just been a mess with the Raiders. Um, Darren Waller hasn't looked the same since coming off his injury. Derek Carr is doing the best he can. Um, the Raiders just got just got their ass whooped. I'm sorry. They just got it, it, it just got their ass whooped. Um Patrick Mahomes threw 70% of his passes and threw for over 406 yards, if I remember correctly, in the game. Correct, I pause that something's in my eye, y'all. Um Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey looked like what we wouldn't kind of expect them to look like. Uh they both had a combined fifty, they had combined 15 catches for over 200 yards and two touchdowns. Um Darren Daryl Williams, excuse me, had 144 yards and a touchdown. And um, I was facing somebody in, in fantasy football, Child of, uh, Janae Struther. I had him on. She had her. She had him on the bench, and he had 34 points. And um, I actually thank God she did not start him. <laughs> um, Derek Carr and the offense had a combined two hundred and
1: nine, two hundred and twenty-nine yards. With oh children. my god! I'm sorry, two
0: hundred ninety-nine yards, not two hundred twenty-nine. I apologize. No answers. Um, running the ball. Oakland only rushed a rush for 50 yards. Uh, Oakland's defense was virtually slaughtered. They only they allowed 516 yards and also they gave up a combined 12 of third, 12 of 18 third and fourth down conversions. Uh, it was pretty ugly. And then on top of that, they didn't make any adjustments. So listen, it's all over for the Raiders. Uh it's the season's a wash. Um with all, with all the mess has been going is going on right now. And uh shout out to uh, Mark Davis, he attended the uh funeral of the young lady. I think her name is Tina Raider, I think that's her name. Uh funeral. And uh it's just a mess right now. Um, that 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 was that was embarrassing. That really was. Uh, and, and and the and the staff part. Can I can this pull the standings real quick? In the AFC West, you still have Oakland. So you have Denver at five hundred. Santa Los Angeles, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers, and the Las Vegas Raiders are both five and four, and the Chiefs are six and four. This is still anyone's division. So. Let's transition to Monday night football
1: game last night. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Why well, act like I know this was coming because I did Um,
0: Let me apologize to uh, Lucinda Baxter. Uh, we all went against the 49ers. Uh, fun fact, up until last night, San Francisco is 5-0 and against the, against the Rams. And the final score: San Francisco, thirty-one; Los Angeles, ten. Um, <laughs> you know, this is why we're, this is why we need to be careful when we talk about a quarterback or a certain player. He make here they they make this team look good. The last two weeks, Matt Stafford's been out of sync. And um, he had 243 yards of touchdown. He got picked off twice. He threw the ball 41 times. And, um, yeah, and case in point, you know, Robert Woods is off for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, guys were dropping, dropping, the pa- dropping passes. But, listen, I, I, to me, you're coming into this game – it, it, you you know this is championship robust. bust. You go up against a team that obviously has not really who's been holding its own, but it's not really the same team. Um, you got to come in there with a different type of swagger and say what you want. Uh, you got to give San Francisco the ball. You got to give them credit. They ran the ball forty four times. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo had a, had passed for one hundred eighty two yards. Uh, Mr. Debo Samuel was your MVP. Congratulations.
1: Oh, Oh my God.
0: Um, (laughs) five for 97. Looked all good. Looked really good out there. Um. I, I got it. You know, it's funny. I had San Francisco's defense in my fantasy football, and the early turn; those two interceptions were big for them. So uh, they Los Angeles had no answers. Running the ball, passing, no answers. Um, even in the second half, I thought coming in the second half, I thought Los Angeles would have made the adjustments. I didn't see that. Um, again, coming off, I, I would think you know, coming off a, a loss to a Derek henry Titans team, you would think that there would be some adjustments. Now, you're not going to – I'm not going to expect Odell to come in there and instantly know the playbook right away. But I would think you would find a way to um, get him involved. Like there was one play – and you could tell the play was broken. I think, I, I think Stafford expected Beckham to go – to continue moving, continue to go deep down the field – and um, it was and he picked it off. It was an interception. Uh, Higby. I'm gonna put the, the second interception Stafford through. I'm gonna say that's more on Higby than anything because that what because it wasn't Higby Higby's hand. and He just it just it just, it just his, his butterfingers. fingers. Lost um, again. Uh, Los Angeles run defense. You know, I would think with you got addition of Von Miller, Aaron Donald and those boys, they struggled to get off the field, Um, particularly in the first half. I think where San Francisco converted all five third down conversions and then they allowed San Francisco offensively to average. I think it was like nine yards per play, I want to say. And then the two um, red zone opportunities. That's not going to win you football games. So I, I'm really hoping that the Rams get it together. Um, I know San Francisco, they're going to go to Jacksonville, and we all know that they're going to go off on Jacksonville.
1: Guaranteed.
0: And then um, Los Angeles going to a bye week. So it should be interesting. Um, hopefully that the Rams take a deep breath. Boost, and, and, and get together because this is—I uh, hate, ladies and gentlemen—I have been real critical. Uh, shot out shot to Sean Spencer, Anthony Handy. They know I have been critical of the Rams. This championship or bust. Because um, this—they—they've—they've they've broken the bank and they're going all out and they can't afford any mistakes. Let's recap Week Ten. So let's see how we did. Uh, the Titans. Pulled a victory out against the Saints 23-21. The Buffalo Bills demolished the New York Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 (laughs) 45-17. Game of the week. The Pittsburgh Steelers gave the Detroit Lions their first tie. No, I'm sorry. let 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 me say it again. Scratch it off the record. We saw our first tie of the NFL season. The Pittsburgh Steelers could not get the job done against the Detroit Lions.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Final score, 16-16. I think it was uh, for Moth, who should have went out of bounds. Uh, Make no sense to me. No timeouts, and why did you go out of bounds? Question. Then they just draft a guy by the name of Najee Harris. Why did he not get the ball? Why did Mason Rudolph throw the ball fifty times? Uh, and, and 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 listen, I, and I and I tried to come to defense of Jared Goff, but you, you you he looked bad out there. And the and the Lions had opportunities to win this game too. That field goal, he's not really a good field goal kicker. Uh, he's decent, but not that good. I knew he was going to miss it. Um, but that was a that that was disappointing to see. So, for the Detroit Lions, congratulations uh, for not losing, but you got a tie. So, let's... I consider that a morale boost. And,
1: yeah. Congratulations! Oh, my God. Uh,
0: Let's continue. The Indianapolis Colts defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars 23-17. The... New England Patriots uh demolished those Cleveland Browns 45-7. Okay. Did not expect that. And obviously the Dallas Cowboys
1: beat the Atlanta Falcons. I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Well act like I know this was coming because I did it.
0: The Carolina Panthers defeated the Arizona Cardinals 34-10. Cam Newton was definitely back. Um, let, me, let me I just want to say this really quick for the record. I, I feel like there, there's this narrative that's been created that I'm, I, I'm hating on Cam Newton. And I want to say for the record, I don't hate him. I, I'm a fan of Cam Newton. But let's call it what it is. He is not the same Cam Newton we Knew him from a few years ago. Here's the question I think the biggest elephant in the room that's really not being asked. Last year, they could have, Carolina could have had signed him before he went to New England. Well, he was in New England last year. They could have picked him up before the season started. Why didn't they? Why was Kenny Cut in the first place? But listen, we could all say he wanted all Sam Darnold. I think a lot of it is just me personally. I think it's coaching, I think it's the system. Uh, I have. Cam Newton's defense, I feel like Adam Gase ruined him. I really do. Um, I just don't think this is going to work when you have a plethora of other issues is having. Yeah, okay, it was great to see, them, you see him and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Cam Newton had two touchdowns. That's great. But I understand he's an energy plug. I just don't see this working. And I hope Cam Newton proves me wrong. I'm not hating on the guy. I don't know where that narrative came from, that I'm hating on him and don't want him back in the league. I want him back in the league, but also, too, let's understand. Cam Newton has a kind of a a big personality, and it's documented. He made it clear he wants to be a starter. Now, Robbie Anderson was all smiles and giggles now that Cam Newton's back. I kind of wanted to see that with Sam Darnold, but – I get it. Maybe you're not happy. guys are happy with certain quarterbacks. I see the here nor there. So, and it's kind of ironic they have the same hairstyle, but that's the whole of the story for the day. Um, so, I'm happy for Cam. I really am. I don't. I just want to get that off. Get that off. For there, for the record, I don't know where that narrative. That's that narrative came from. That there's just that I have a hatred towards Cam Newton. Um, the Minnesota Vikings beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-20. The Green Bay Packers, they they blanketed the Seattle Seahawks, 17-0. Relationship
1: with your oh, children. my God.
0: And that was with Russell Wilson coming off an injury. I don't know what they saw in him to come back and play, um, especially off an injury like that. Uh, DK Metcalf, oh, my Lord. Um and I have a good game, and, but it also tells me with the Seahawks, without Russell Wilson, they they need his value, they need him just as much as he needs them, if that makes sense. And particularly when you're in Green Bay, you know we all know the weather out there at their Lambeau Field is cold, is cold as hell. Um, and particularly any injury with the hand especially when you're trying to throw it, it's tough. Russell Wilson tried, uh, but they couldn't get anything going. I was disappointed. So, And the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Denver Broncos 30-13. I'm not going to play that Vic Fangio clip. I'm not going to do that. So that was week 10 of the NFL. Uh, Let's see. uh, I can't remember what I said in the – in the video, but I think I did decent for week 10. I did actually go. And now I'm going to three game win streak in fantasy football. Thanks to Cooper cup. So NFL news, Brett Favre, uh, owes a little over 200, 200,000, $228,000, uh, for the payback, a nonprofit organization. Uh, He still has to pay that. I think he's paid like 400 and something of that. Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery were on the COVID list. Um, What else? Elijah Mitchell broke his finger again last night. Um, Trent Brown... For the Patriots, it was kind of a little scary. I, read, I was reading this article on NFL.com. Talking about I said he almost died during an IV issue last season. Um, I didn't go all further in depth with it, but that was kind of like, a oh, wow. Um, Washington lost a Legend and Sam Huff. Sam Huff was a good little commentator and good football player back in the day. Um, my thoughts and prayers out to his family. Um, Lost a good man. The Baltimore Ravens cut Le'Veon Bell today. Uh it just it just didn't work. Um he you know, he's he really struggled. I mean, he had the one touchdown against Minnesota, but it's not what we're looking for. And I think also too, we're trying to shape things up. We haven't looked good these last few games, particularly when it comes to the run game. Um, and I'm gonna get into that Wednesday ish. With the video, so um, yeah, it's, it hasn't been working with him. So I wish him all nothing but the best. I'm pretty sure somebody will pick him up for sure. Um, Teddy Bridgewater kind of is under hit the there's water over the bridge uh, after he didn't show any effort on the Darius Slay interception, which made no sense to me. Um, you get paid. You're a professional. Uh, I understand he had a bad game. He, you know, was a you know he was probably frustrated in the moment. But come on, man, that, that's not that's not right. Um, T.J. Watt is um, good news. It's nothing serious. There, he avoided. There was no structural damage, according to the reports by Ian Rappaport. Um Now they said in the article, if he if he was like if he was if he if there was a game like next week, he wouldn't play because they said he's like they said he was really sore. It was like really bad. So and Mika Fitzpatrick is on the COVID list, so it's uh, not looking really good right now. And the uh, right now with the Steelers and they're trying to get Big Ben back as well, because he has to get two negative COVID tests to play in the next game. So um, what else happened? I'm just looking to miss if I've missed anything here in the news. Oh, Jared Goff also, too, has an oblique injury, so we don't know where. His status is at the moment. Um, What else? Trying to see, did I miss anything in my notes? Yeah, back to the the Bruce Arians, where he said we are a very dumb football team. Um, That, I don't like when coaches say that particularly because I think that starts with you as a coach where you have to learn how where you have to prepare your players better. And yeah, they haven't been playing well these last couple weeks, but again, like I told you, it's championship hangover. Because um, when he says we're a very dumb football team, there's going to be some guys in the locker room. Well, who is he talking about? Is he talking about me? Is he talking about Tom? Like, what are we talking about? So I, I think some of the some of the blame has to put on Bruce Arians. I do. Let's transition to basketball. The Washington first, Washington Wizards are in first place, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I'm not going to even sit here and act like I didn't know this was coming. Or well, act like I know this was coming because I didn't.
0: Um, uh, uh, listen. A lot of the credit I think I got to you got to start with Tommy Shepard. Um, Tommy Shepard knows basketball and. He had a vision. He had, He had a vision for this team, and the way this roster is constructed. Um, I also got to give Wes Unsell Jr. a shout out. Um, he's brought a different type of swagger back to this team, particularly defensive-minded. First, we look really better. Um, you know, we're right now we're fourth in defensive rating with 102.7. According to my notes here. We're ranked 18th, 107.5 point, 107, 107.5 points. And um they're looking really good. Um man, it's just the way Monday after that atrocious first half against the the, the Pelicans, uh, we came, we overcame a 19 point deficit to win that game. And we didn't have Bradley Beal. We didn't have Rui Hashimura, Davis Bertans, and Thomas Bryant. Didn't have that. Um, fun fact, when Bradley, I think without those guys, they were 2-10 and 10 last year. When Bradley sits, we're 3-0. So that was an interesting fun fact. Um It's just yeah, look. I I really think this team's looking really good. Um, I'm not going to go as far in saying, oh, they're a champion contender, but uh, you see improvements. You really do, uh, particularly. Um, like I said, on the defensive side, and over to the way the team is built. You know, when you trade Russell Westbrook, who I think is a great player but it just wasn't going to work at Washington. I said, if if you had the same team from last year, no. You know, you got Kuzma, Harrell, uh, KCP. Uh, I still think they can go out and probably get like a Reggie Bullock. Um, You know, when when Rory comes back, when Thomas Bryant comes back, you know, this, watch out. Um, Now, I know Bradley Beal didn't play Monday because his grandmother passed away, so sending my thoughts and prayers out. To hit to him and his family for sure, but we're on a five-game win streak, okay? And we currently we play. We got to face. We got a two-game road trip. Um, starts in Charlotte. We got to play those. We got to go see the Le, uh, LeAngelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets. And um, a couple things. Bradley Bill most likely is probably won't play tens out with a knee injury. Rory is out not relate. It's, it's non-injury related. And Thomas Bryant's still recovering from his knee injury. But PJ Washington on the other side is out too. I think it's like an elbow injury. Um, like I said, we're 10 and 3. We're on a five-game win streak. Um, Charlotte's eight and seven. Uh, we won again, Orlando. We beat Orlando and New Orleans without Bradley Beal Washington looks really good um but we're going against Charlotte who leads the Eastern Conference in points which is like 113 which I looked at versus Washington which is like 108 something like that and um they're on a three-game win streak themselves now I will say this Washington is struggling According to the stats, I think they're struggling. It's like 46% from the field. Um, no, they're shooting better than Charlotte because Charlotte's shooting like 44. No, 40. actually, right now, I rounded it up. It's like 44.9, like 45%. Um, but Washington's making more. It, it, Washington struggles from the three compared to Charlotte, who's actually a little bit of a better three-point team. Um, The key is we're going to put pressure on LeAngelo – no, not LeAngelo, but Melo Ball, excuse me, Miles Bridges, and Terry Rozier. They attempt like seven to eight shots, particularly against the Golden State Warriors. That was actually a good game. And then uh, Kelly Oubre also too. I can't forget about him. So without Beal, i never going to expect uh, Spencer Dinwiddie to carry the load, but I don't want that for him. Um, he definitely against Orlando, I think he had what like 23, 11 and six. Good game from him. Um, against the Pelicans, it was 27, 5, and 9. And I think he had a turned the ball over one or two or three times. I can't remember off the top of my head. And then Carnavius Carwell Pope. Um, he's actually shooting, he's actually having a good little season off to a good start so far. He's shooting 58. Fifty-eight percent from the field, so, and you know he's a three-point specialist. So I think it's going to be a good game for Washington um, if they can keep if they can do those things again. Like I said, keep Ball, Bridges, Ubre, Rosier in check, and you know def- defensive mind first. You know, three, three and D. I think that's the key. We do that, we're okay. So, but I think the, the Washington Wizards will beat the Charlotte Hornets. It's going to be a good game. So, I can't wait to see that. So, congratulations to the Wizards. Keep up the good work. I'm pr- I am pr- I'm proud of these boys. I really am. It's it's really good to see Wizard basketball. I haven't seen that when we had you know when we had Paul Pierce and Randy Whitman as our head coach it started really starting to look good and you gotta get Wes Unsell and Tommy Shepard. they're doing one hell of a job and you gotta get these boys you gotta get Bill and these boys correct props they're playing really great basketball in DC and proud of these boys. NBA news um wanna send my thoughts and prayers out again to Dave jogger. Uh he's stepping away from coach uh, assistant coach with the Sixers undergoing treatments for cancer. Um I saw the statement on Bleachers report. And um, it was in his head and neck. So, um, yeah, he's going to step away from that. So, I want to send my thoughts and prayers out to Dave. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves were fined $250,000 for players doing stuff that could get them in trouble in Miami. according to the article it said quote i have the quote here from arranging or paying for office practice or group workout sessions for their players outside a team's home market and yeah you can't do that um really smart what else happened um i read an article Giannis made the cover of gq congratulations uh where he talked about he's not sure if the challenges is in milwaukee uh he's i don't i i don't know where that where he meant what he meant by that i guess maybe he's kind of like thinking like he's moving on at some point from milwaukee um you know he's he's definitely in the time he's been in milwaukee he's won a chip defensive player of the year mVp uh i don't know where that 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 came from So I don't know, is he he not happy? Does he just want to move on? I don't know what, but I hope he does stay. Uh, DeMar DeRozan talked about he thought he was going to go to the Lakers. Uh, He said it was a done deal, and then they traded him to Chicago. And it's working out for the Bulls because they're tied. They're second place. They played a great game against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the Wizards and the Bulls, both really surprising teams. So, I like it for sure. Uh, Kate Cunningham is back. Looked good out there. Evan Mobley's out four weeks. He sprained his right elbow. Um, Luka Doncic did not play against isomia against the Suns. He suffered. He sprained. He sprained his ankle. Uh, Zion Williamson, we don't know when he's coming back. Um, they said he's close to playing, but we really have been on him about, they, well, they have been on him about, about his weight. And uh, the Golden State Warriors, uh, guy to, again, give Lucinda a shout-out. Steph Curry, MVP. Congratulations!
1: Oh, 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 oh my
0: god. Just imagine when Clay Thompson comes back too.
1: With oh children. my
0: god. Now I'm starting to get mad. Uh <laughs> let me talk about Dam- Damien Damian Lillard. Okay. Um let me I want to pull the amb- I want to pull up the standings. So I, I, I've I've heard people talking about it back and forth. You know, uh, he's not happy. I, I think his time in Portland's done. He's he's done all he could do in Portland. Him and CJ McCollum. You, you know, like and and ladies and gentlemen, this is. I, I want you just just stay with me. Follow me. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about Lamar Jackson needing help. This is what I mean. Other than Norman Powell and CJ McCollum, what does Damian Lillard have? He doesn't have anything. Now the Portland Trailblazers are going to have to are going to have to fix some things out, because I think the general manager, I believe the general manager, actually just stepped down for a, um, something he should not have been done. I think it was a sexual allegation, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me just confirm that real quick because it, it, it he's he's either gonna leave or they're gonna get him some help it's either a or b like this ain't this ain't brain surgery this is not rocket science um you know we could all talk about you know, it's a new system with Chauncey Billups and, and all this other stuff, but when you don't, when you have gone to your front office, a CEO, excuse me, Chris McGowan, he uh, made work, um, workplace investigation, that's what it was, I apologize. When you go to your front office, and I, and, and for, if I say, let me use myself as an example. If I'm the star of a of a team, and I say, you know, I really would like this coach to be the coach for this team, and front office goes, no, we kind of want somebody else. He wanted Jason Kidd, but then all those these headlines about him, something that that with the domestic violence allegation 21 years ago popped up. Um. Okay, I want this coach. No, like when you're a star on a team, and you're saying you need, and this is what you want, and, and the team's not giving you what you want, you do you, you you do become unhappy. You do become a bit distant. I don't want to go as far. I, I some people were saying he's not motivated. Um, he's not all in. I just don't think he's happy. And I feel bad for Damian Lillard cuz if you look at his numbers this year compared to last year, he's having a down year. And I think a lot of it just has to do with they're seven and eight. Like <laughs> they like it ain't working. We've seen we listen, we have seen this this same thing and I don't I don't know what it's going to take. Now when he leaves, it's going to be egg on Portland's face because what are you going to do? Now when we say help we're not talking about go out there and get LeBron James. Go out there and get Cameron Durant. Get me some pieces that know their roles, know what they're doing. They had the, – and, and it don't, it don't give me, well, they had the pieces last year or they had LaMarcus Aldridge, Nicholas Batum in them. That was, what, five, six years ago. Portland's had numerous opportunities to go out and get some help for Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. I mean, you can also put injuries in that, but at the end of the day – it, it's it's a wrap. I just don't think he. I just think he. I think he's. I think he's done. I really do. And and I. I, I hope. I, I hope that the Sixers prove me wrong. But it's just it's not it's not working. Um, Darren Williams, former point guard, Mister ninety eight million dollar man, is going up against Frank Gore. I don't know what to feel about that. Um something tells me Frank Gord's gonna win that fight.
1: Guaranteed.
0: Oh god. I, I I don't know what to feel about that. Um but yeah, that's that's what I'm that's that's what I saw around the NBA. Um I meant to talk about it in the last episode, but because of time, I wanted to say, okay, I'll talk about this next. But that's what's going on in the NBA. Let's transition into Major League Baseball. The Major League Baseball Awards were announced for Rookie of the Year. Congratulations to Jonathan India for the Cincinnati Reds and Randy Reina for the Tampa Bay Rays. Excuse me. Congratulations to both. Um, Jonathan India was a fifth overall pick in 2018. He hit a 269 batting at 269, 376, 459 slash 20 home run, 21 21 home runs, 34 doubles. Uh, He played 150 games and sold the base 12 times. Um, Oh, Reyna, he out. Surprisingly, Wander Franco, who was my pick, uh, and Luis Garcia, he got twenty. Or Rizalena got twenty-two of the thirty votes. Uh, I want to know how many uh, votes Ryan actually. Hold on. How many? How many votes did Ryan Mountcastle get? Thank you. I want names. Ryan Mountcastle got two second place votes. And four third place votes. Wow. Are you serious? Uh, okay. Okay. All right. That's all right. We, we that's all right. Right back. Right back. Council did his thing. That's all right. We're not gonna worry about that. Um, <clears throat> Ariza Rainer had twenty home runs, thirty-two doubles, and stole the base twenty times, and. Um, was a big part of the devil of uh, the excuse me the I meant I was gonna say devil raised the the Tampa Bay Rays winning a hundred games this year. Um tonight they were supposed to announce manager of the year. I did not see anything regarding who had gotten the award for manager of the year in the National League and American League respectively. Uh I didn't see anything. So uh, let me just give you the candidates for that. was Kevin Cash for the Rays, Dusty Baker for the Astros, Scott Service for the Manners, and for the nationally great, great Gabe Kepler, Craig Council, and Mike Shield, uh, who was manager for the Cardinals, but um, they parted ways with him. So I think Dusty Baker and Gabe Kepler are going to be your managers of the year uh, for the AL and ML for the AL and NL, excuse me. And then yeah, so we'll continue to follow that. So as far as um, some MLB news, we already got some uh, couple free agent signings. The Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, makes no sense. Uh, they'll always to me be the Anaheim Angels. I know some of the old school. Old school. That remember them as the California Angels. Uh, Noah Syndergaard and the Angels agreed to a one-year deal worth twenty-one million dollars. Bullshit. Um, I think that's overkill. I'm a fan of Noah Syndergaard. Twenty-one million dollars. Like, check this out. Right. Um. Artie, I think it was his, Artie Monroe. I think that's his name. He's the owner. We've seen this same story numerous times. Paying cheap pitchers on the cheap, what these one-year exper- experiments, and they don't work. Um, the angels aren't going anywhere. They just gave Anthony Randona um. They just paid anything Rendon. I think that actually might hurt them a little bit because he missed a season with an injury. My child is starting to kind of start to look human with injuries, and you've arguably got Shohei Otani, who he's going to command some money. So you, you're you're not really building a championship team, and that's kind of the concerning part for me per se. Um, because if you're trying to build a team, why are you building it this way? And this past draft, their draft was nothing but pitchers. So I think a lot of this is ownership kind of taking over. Um, I'm not a fan of this move. I like Noah guard, but I think that's overkill, and I just don't think it's going to work. Now my concern is when you got guys like Max uh, Max Searcher and other pitchers out there. They're gonna fall. They're gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe, and the Angels have a history of signing guys. It just don't work. These one-year experiment experiments don't work. They don't. It truly doesn't. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Eduardo uh, Rodriguez is going to Detroit. I think the contract was like five years, a five-year deal. Um, and interesting. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez was a uh, former Oriole prospect and went to the Boston Red Sox. So, uh, for sure, I think that kind of bolsters their bullpen. I was kind of hoping a guy like Matthew Boyd would have stepped up for sure. Uh, they got they got some pieces. I think they got some pieces to to, to compete to, to be a playoff team. I don't think they're right there as far as championship but they definitely hung around this past season. So good move. I think it's a good move for the Tigers. Um, What else happened? Um, The Pirates, they cut Taylor Anderson, Phillip Evans, and Taylor Davis. Trying to revamp the roster. Um, Carlos Correa made a very, very, Asinine statement stating that Derek Jeter did not, should not have won. He said, did not deserve any of those five
1: gold gloves. How do you do that? How do you do that? What the hell is going on?
0: That's all I'm going to say. I, I think you're smoking something, Carlos. I really do. Um, I'm I'm a fan of Carlos Correa, but but you 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 crazy, you really are. Um, I, listen, I, I Derek, I, even though I, the Yankees are my rival team, I I watched Derek Jeter, and again quoting quoting the regular Ravens fan, trust your eyes, and that man Derek Jeter <laughs> was, after, you know, there there was Kyle Ripken, I mean you know then Derek Jeter. You know, like, come on, come on now, like, like we, like I, like I know you, 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 you're. I'm leaving it alone. I, I t- go out, touch some grass, okay. Um, Julio Lugo, former Oriole, and Brave and Red Sox, passed away at 45. Uh, at a heart, uh, had a heart attack. Um. I remember Julio Lugo, he played for us. Um that 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 team was really interesting. I think we had Caesar Torres on that team as well. So I just want to give my thoughts and prayers to Julio Lugo's family. Um good little shortstop. Was on that 2007 championship Boston Red Sox team. Um for sure. What's in my thoughts and prayers? Um where are we at in time? We're actually looking pretty good. Um, oh, that was the news. So, want to transition into college football? I got to talk about my Maryland Turpins. Um, we <laughs> lost against um, lost last week. This past weekend. We go up against Michigan. Uh, just real quick, Maryland's five and five. We're two and five are in the Big Ten, and we're going up against number eight Michigan, who's nine and one and six and one in the Big Ten. Um, Talia Tagovaloa um, is not what I thought he would be. Um but he's oh god. I'm going leave that alone. This is also going to be senior day. So we got 25 seniors in this game, and also too, they're going to um honor Jordan McNair, um who passed away uh due to the, uh, the, uh, the of the on the negligence of the coaching staff. Um <clears throat> and that should not happen to any athlete. Um if you know, if an athlete's saying something where you're not feeling well, they're tired, thirsty. it doesn't matter? Um, you cut practice, or you, you let them take a break. That should not have happened. Um, <clears throat> after, you, you know, um, I, I I will say this: in the last three games for Maryland, uh, Tully has thrown for over a thousand yards, and. Um, but we're, we're, we're not, it's not clicking, uh, particularly defensively. Um, I know Bennett, he actually leads with 13 pass breakups. Um, defensively, we look pretty, we're not looking good, Um. I don't know. I, I think Coach is a, he's a good scout, but I just I think they mainly I don't think he's really a, a like head coach, if that makes sense. I think he's a good scout. he more like a good athletic director for the football team, but um, I, I don't. I I kind of am hoping that they do come out and at least put twenty four on Michigan. Um, I know Sean Spencer and Cat Hughes are going to really talk some trash, but. You know what? <clears throat> I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think the University of Maryland on senior day is going to upset Michigan.
1: Guaranteed.
0: Basketball. So far so good. Um, where the mens and women are looking pretty well so far uh for the men I looked at the standings right now we're 3 and 0 um so far we've it's kind of like a preseason uh but we're looking I would say it's a preseason we just actually beat vermont a uh, 68-57 and we beat george mason 71-64 so far it's looking good pretty good Maryland actually just signed uh, a recruit uh so it's pretty good um The women are looking pretty good as well. I will say this. Um, Unfortunately, we did lose Ashley Owansu. She did injure her ankle, I believe it was. Um, She rolled her ankle. It was a fast break of the third quarter. We played James Madison, um, which we won that game. We blew them out 81-45. so she definitely we I didn't really hear what I didn't I've been following to see what Brenda Coach Freeze had to say about that. Um that kind of that that I don't I don't want to say that stings, but she is a big big piece of that off offense scoring wise, but I think Diamond and the rest can definitely carry the can carry the load for sure. Uh, we play Mount State, we play Mount St. Mary's. Actually, yeah, we played them. I uh, played them yesterday so uh maryland it's number three uh let me just check the score and see what happened I we actually played there so yeah we won we we're four 0 98 57 we beat the mount saint mary mountaineers and we play uncw today well, University of North Carolina at Wilmington, the Seahawks. and we got a good game of the week, so we we'll probably preview that with uh, Mr. Anthony well Anthony Handy Sunday uh, on the fr- video Friday. We play the Baylor Lady Bears Sunday. That should be a good game. like I'm gonna definitely be tuned in for that one for sure. Well it's looking pretty good for the uh, for the uh, the Terrapins, men and women's basketball. Uh, I've been trying to follow the football team for Maryland. Some of these games have been a high sort of watch. Um, I like to be, you know, be surprising Indiana. Uh, I think Maryland, as far as the football team, I think they're going to get an invite to a bowl game, if not made, hopefully. Um, but um, 25 seniors. Uh, congratulations to those guys. Um, I wish them all well as they're getting ready to probably most likely graduate. And move on to bigger, better things in life. Um, I'm really proud of those guys. I really am. I also want to give a really quick give a shout out to my uh, the school that current I attend, University of Towson. Um, go Tigers! Uh, the men's is two and one. We just came off a win against Hampton University. Uh, this Friday we go play Pitt, against Pitt. Uh, for the women. We look really good. Let me just look at the schedule real quick. Oh, it's hard. It's been also kind of hard to keep up with um, Towson. The lady, the Lady Tigers are three and one. Uh, we came. We we came up. We actually just lost Monday, uh, Monday to North Carolina State University. Uh, we essentially got dubbed. Uh, the final score was 152, uh, but we got our really our first game, while the on the 23rd against Millersville University, and then we got Howard University. Oh, that would be a win. So um, got a good little squad in there. Got a good little squad for the both the men and ladies. So the men off to actually a good start. We actually got a, a invitation, Las Vegas Invitational Thanksgiving Day against uh, San Francisco University. So really looking good out there, looking good out there for sure. So keep up the good work, y'all, both schools respectively. Um, Wanted to talk about the Washington Mystics and I'm actually glad we are on time here. Um, I apologize. So, (laughs) sorry. I think I've made it known since I started this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm a Mystic fan. I love the Washington Mystics. Uh, It was a really good season for the WNBA, and um, the Washington Mystics, and I I wrote an article on Sports Foundation, and if I remember, I'll leave the uh, article in the description for you guys to read. Um. You know, it's – 2019, we have to get past that. Um, we're not the same team we were two seasons ago. Um, granted, injuries, free agency, uh, a pandemic, you put all that – take all that in consideration. But our record says what we are. Um, We should not have made the playoffs. And looking back on the season, I'm glad we didn't make the playoffs. Because there's a lot of things that the Washington Mystics have to do going forward. When we acquired Tina Charles, first I was shocked. I did not expect it to happen. Um, I was also not expecting Elena Don's back injury to be nagging this long. I didn't expect Emma, Emma Mason to be overseas. Um, I noticed Myesha Hines Allen's productivity slowly uh, declined dipped in what it was in the bubble. Uh, Natasha Cloud, the first half of the season, wasn't 2018, 2019, Natasha. They picked it up in the second half. Um, Consistency on that bench um, was disappointing. Um, it, 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 like, my, my point is, is that this was not a championship team. And I'm, I'm looking at the Mystics going forward I don't think we're going to get. I don't think we're going to keep I – I just don't see Tina coming back. I just don't. And we have to – I think that's a reality that – I hate to say it. Coach T, Mike – for those that don't know, Mike bolt is going to have to face. It's a reality. Tina Charles wants to win a ring, which we traded for her. I think she was expecting a better team than what she had to work with this year. I mean, honestly and truthfully, she should have a scoring title. She really should because she carried, practically carried the whole damn team. And that's the disrespect, but that's fact. Um, I'm looking at Elena Deladon. Elena Deladon's on the wrong side of 30, and we're now going into years. We're now going into now year two and a back injury. That's not – That's not a, that. that's telling to me. Um, I'm looking at our salary cap. Uh, according to her who stats, um, we 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 don't have a lot of money. We we we're strapped. Um, you got Maisha Hines Allen, restricted free agent. Uh, Theresa Plaisance, unrestricted. Shabante Zealous, unrestricted. Shatoya Walker, Kimbrell unrestricted. And you got Megan Gustavinson on a reserve contract. And then you also had Kelly Kelly uh Katie Blanquist uh, suspended. After that, there's no championship team there. And also two, not counting uh Tina Charles and Leilani Mitchell. Elena on under contract for the next next season and the season after that. Natasha Clout next season and the season after that. And then you've got Sydney Weiss, Erica McCall, Ariel Atkins, and Alicia Clark under contract for next season. The point I'm trying to make, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to rebuild. It's just it's time to rebuild it. I, I just I just don't it just it's best for it's it's best for the team and it's best Going forward. Um, I. Oh, sorry. I wrote. I I wrote. I remember the interview with Coach T, and I have the quote here. Quote, I'm a big believer in the old Bill Parcells saying you are what the scoreboard says you are. We were 12 and 20. We had a lot of reasons. Some are good excuses. Some are not. But the fact of the matter is we're not in rebuild mode. We're in reset button mode. We need to reset our culture and how we go about things. We need to redevelop an identity. And I think we had an identity of being good. And I don't think we had an, idea, an identity of being good at anything at all this year. Um, from From last year and then 2019, this team had no identity at all. Um I saw it. And I think he sees it. Um You know, when we signed Alicia, I didn't expect the the injury of overseas. Um Alain Deladon played only really one game and a half. (laughs) Wasn't ready to come back. When you look at this season alone. Washington in 2019. I believe they shot 47 percent from the field and shot 36 and a half percent from three. They shot the league worst 41% from the field and 32%. They were a 10th, 33. I'll round that up. Ladies and gentlemen, they also had five players below 40% from the field. Again, because, again, I'm, I, I I watch the games. I, I, I watch. Leilani Mitchell, Sydney Weiss. Three-point specialist. 30% from three. That can't happen. Injuries as well. Leilani Mitchell, Chetoy Walker-Kimbrell. Megal Gustafsson were the only three that had no injuries. The other nine had injuries. I mean, Della Dunn again with the back injury, Natasha Cloud. Like, even I remember in that in that extra interview, he said it himself. I didn't expect some of these some of our girls to come in and play large minutes. I didn't expect that. And again, like look, we don't have the talent. We just don't. I look at our salary cap, week we can't we don't have we we can't make no splash. Like I, I don't know what he he's gonna do. And I don't think you trading your lottery pick and trying to pull out another Elena Dela Part uh, 2.0 is going to work. I don't. I think it's best you just rebuild, start all over again. That I look. Some may disagree. I I doubt Coach T or any one of the Mystics who watch this video of this podcast. I doubt it or listen. But I, I'm I'm looking at the I'm looking at for what's best for the team going forward. Because. Let's just say because you can't cut corners. How are you going to persuade someone like Tina Charles to come back and play for DC with the, this team? You can't cut corners because because your talent, your cal- your you're, 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 cal- you're strapped with cat. I look at it like this: your your two cornerstone pieces are Errol Atkins and maisha Hines Allen. I think it's best you you find a trade partner for Della Don. I would consider keeping Natasha cloud but if you can find something for her, why not and I think you just build you build on for the next couple of years and just start over. I just don't think I just don't think it's going to work not with this team I just it, it hurts to say. And, and, and I said, it, you're not going to see a lot of these girls, some of the, some of the, the that were on the team, you're not going to see them come back. It just didn't work because he was right. We weren't good at anything. Why we <clears throat> blowing 21 point leads, looking bad on defense? Um, we're coming out half ass against New York. You know, we had two opportunities to win, win games and we wet the bed. Like we got to look ourselves in the mirror. It, it, it's fat. Look, it just got to start over again. And I'm leaving it at that. Uh, listen, I, I'm not trying to show. I'm not this. That, that was no, this is no hate towards Coach T. I respect him. He's one, of my, he's one of my favorite basketball coaches in the in the league. But I'm looking at this team going forward. It's just it needs. It's it's a ship that needs to go back to the yard and gets needs repair. Start anew. Look, when he came in this team, when he came on board, 2013, he had a vision. Now I question some of the picks that he that he's taken, why he's given up on them so quickly. Now, granted, you know I could go down the list: Taylor Hill with the injuries, Stephanie Dol- Stephanie Dolson and Bria Hartley were traded. Ali Mailat out of Dayton. Uh, fun fact: seven players uh, were, that were better than her were drafted, and one of them, a couple of them are all-stars, but that's neither here nor there, okay? Shatori um, walker Kimball Kiara Leslie, who we cut, um, didn't have a pick 2020 because we gave up all three picks for Tina Charles. Um, I don't know what he's going to do in this draft, but I really think it's best he starts over. I do. All right, so couple thing, one more topic, and I'm going to close out the podcast on the this kind of positive, kind of uh, Nathan on a soapbox movement, the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, you know, I think. The way that that the situation has happened. Um with the whole sexual assault allegations, particularly in that championship run back in 2010. Their GM, their, their president of hockey operations stepped down. Um I think it's sick. I think it's really, really sick. Um that as a league, this this is a this this is a black eye. Um the fact that you've done not you that nothing was done to not only protect players, but take a stance against things like this. Because players have been affected. Um, You don't know what that does to a person's psyche, mentally, emotionally, physically. The fact that they gave that trainer letters of recommendation and particularly also to the head coach, um, to allow those things to happen. I think that says more about our owners because it lets me know of this good old boy networking system. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. The same thing with the NFL, with these emails, and I guarantee you you're gonna it, it, it's, it's going to get ugly because no way in hell you mean to tell me no owner knew about that. The fact that you are okay to allow this to happen, what does that say for other teams? How can I go into a locker room? This is with any sport and knowing, damn, I play for this person, this owner's team, I'm bringing in money for him. And when something like this, an allegation that's serious, And I come to my front, all come to you with it and you sweep it under the rug and do nothing. How can I trust you? How can I come to my job happy? How can I perform well, perform knowing that damn, they did nothing to protect us as players. Like you can apologize all the things you want you can apologize and say we're well, really sorry this happened that doesn't go against the values of what this team stands for. Bullshit. To. But at the end of the day, no. And and wasn't the coach, Coach Aldridge, I think that's his name. Where he was like, "Oh, it was consensual and all this." No. But the fact that again, they've let this happen and done nothing. Kyle Beach is a is a is a great is another example of that. The fact that you were dismissive of his allegations and the John Doe allegations, like I said, goes back to what I said: you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Well, actually, I take it back. Kyle Beach was the John Doe, and in that in that lawsuit, the NHL fined them two million dollars and the commissioner i think his name is Gary Bettman he apologized but as a as a team i mean the black Sox. how do black I mean, Blackhawks, how do you, you 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 it's hard to move on from it but you know what it takes every guy in that locker room to hold each other accountable Make sure that everyone's well, okay. But as far as the league goes, this is a black eye. And every owner should be looking over his shoulder. So that's messed up. Listen, if, if there are things that are going on in the workplace and you know it's wrong don't be afraid to speak up say something like Nas said it in, 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 in one of my favorite songs one mic all it is one mic it's all the me in this world fuck cash and, it, and sometimes it, it, fuck the money if i know something is not right and it goes against my beliefs or i know that what they are doing is wrong culturally or it goes against the values of the workplace say something because if you don't say anything the next person is going to get affected worser let's start holding people accountable but with that being said you know my, my closing message is this you know Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up on the holidays. And for me personally, I'm not really in the Thanksgiving mood. Um, I'm just not. I'm not really in the holiday festivity mood neither. Um, My birthday's coming up soon. I'm not really happy for that. I'm just going to be honest with you. you know, if anything, this last year, what has taught me, uh, it's taught me a few things this last couple of few years. It's taught me how to appreciate life. It's taught me to take things, what take take it one day at a time. It's also taught me to just try to strive to be better than what you are. We're all per we're not we're all imperfect, we all make mistakes. Um you can't go back in the past and, and, and try to fix things. You try to make sure in the future it doesn't you don't repeat the same mistake. The last couple years, particularly with the pandemic, I have tried to strive to be a decent person. We all have different things that go on within us individually. As somebody that was diagnosed with mild depression, this is this is therapy for me. When I made this podcast well over well going on almost a year now. I would never think it would grow this much. And without it, I don't know where I'd be right now. A few years ago, I don't know where I'd be right now. And I want each and every one of you to... Just take a moment to just thank God for, for the many blessings that he's given you and I. They may not have been what you asked for. They may be small you never knew, even that you just don't know. But I think it's really important to take a moment and reflect because tomorrow's not promised and particularly with the holidays, take this opportunity to reach out to loved ones, friends, and just say, hey, you know, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're okay. Cause you don't ever know. You never know what a person's going through and you don't know how the mood is for them. This pandemic showed every taught." has changed us in many ways. How we communicate with each other, how we um, deal with things technology-wise, how we uh, once were so this, now we're this. COVID has shown a, a lot of good, bad, and ugly. But... If it's not, if you didn't take anything but take this one thing away from this, just thank God that you're allowed, you, you saw another day today. Just thank God. And just take a moment. Just praise Him. And I have to thank God. I don't know where I'd be. Honestly. Without the direction of some that have helped me to get to try to get my life back in, on track. Dealing with things personally. It's not easy, but I'm taking it one day at a time. And I just want each and every one of you to just take it one day at a time and just let's try to do better. Let's try to make, put a smile on people's faces. Let's try to make positive in this pandemic. Let's try it as a world, as a global community. Let's strive to do better. Let's make this world a better place because Jesus went to the cross and died for our sins. With that being said, y'all have a good night. Stay up. First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it.
1: And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.